Hey, it's Luke Lonian, and you're listening to 103.1 KFIL's Coach's Corner On Demand. And welcome back to Coach's Corner. With us now, the head coach of the Mabel Canton Cougars volleyball team. It's Lonnie Morgan. Coach, how's it going today? Good, Luke. It's It's been a while here, so busy busy the last couple weeks here. <laughs> yeah, your last couple of weeks you have been busy, but glad to have you on to chat with us, Coach. And we, we can cycle back uh, to last weekend even at the Class A Showcase. And then uh, earlier this week you took down Lanesboro and Houston in Southeast Conference play. But we can cycle back to that Class A Showcase, which was filled with amazing competition for you guys. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, I think. Um, of the 16 teams, I think every team ranked in the top, like, 13 in the state except one of the teams, BBE, um, was not in attendance. Everybody else was there. And then you had a number of just other fantastic teams that weren't ranked, like Fillmore Central. And and uh, in our pool, we ended up getting second place. We ended up losing to Bethlehem Academy Saturday morning. So <laughs> they went to the gold tournament, and we went to the silver tournament, and we played – McCray, who was um, a team in Section 3, I believe, um, in the same section as Minneota and Russell Tyler Rooston. And traditionally, Section 1, our section, and then Section 3 are the two best sections in, in Class A volleyball in the state. And, and, uh, and it's certainly true, again, um, of the 16 teams at the Class A Showcase, five were in Section 1 and five were from their section, Section 3. So wow. basically, anytime you t- play a team from <laughs> Section 1 or Section 3, you're going to get a battle. And, and we did, and we ended up playing a tremendous first set against uh, McRae. I think going in, they were sixth or seventh ranked in the state. And we beat them 25-15 in the first set. And then we lost a close second set, 25-22, and then played a great third set, 15-10. And so we beat them. And then we had to wait to see who won between BGMR, Badger, Greenbush, Middle, Middle River, and uh, and Kenya Wanamingo. And BGMR won in two. And so then we played BGMR um, for the silver championship or, you know, to get fifth place. And we ended up sweeping them 2-0, 25-22, 25-13, I believe, in the second set. We played really, really well. So, um, you know, it's it's certainly past the midway point of the season. We're still working on a lot of different things. But but by the end of the tournament last weekend, our kids felt pretty pretty good, um, you know, and, and uh, our blocking. I know I mentioned something earlier in the season that it, it's right now uh, a strength of ours, and it rarely is a strength of ours. We just usually don't have a lot of size. And, and following our match versus Houston, I just looked at some of the statistics from the past uh, 12 years. I went back, and we're 25-2 and two right now, so we basically, I guess, played 27 matches. But our total blocks right now, we have more than, than in the past 12 years, and I haven't gone back past that. But, you know, we still have, you know, a third of our season left or so. And, and I mean, we're just we're able to put, more, put up more of a block, which is helping our back row defense as well. And so, um, so far it's been, it's been good um, as far as having a little bit more size in the front row. And then that led us into a really big conference game on Tuesday against Lanesboro. And, and they have two really tall athletic players in Casey Ruin and Jesse Schreiber, and they both have started and played for, you know, four years now. And, and we knew playing at their place that they were going to come out and, and really battle us and and they did and we were um you know really sharp from the start and you know we only gave up 31 total points in the three sets against them which in in Mabel when we played them I think you guys did that game Luke yep we we gave 32 points right I thought that was fairly lopsided I thought we were really really sharp on defense and everything that night and then you know <laughs> on Tuesday we we gave up even one fewer points so we we were pretty locked and loaded defensively, and we served tough. And, and uh, yeah, it was a good conference win. And then it's homecoming week. And so Thursday then we played Houston for our homecoming home volleyball game. And, 
and we ended up beating them in three zero three in three straight sets as well. So um, this upcoming week now, you know, just the way the schedule plays out, we play Schaefer Academy and La Picelli, who right now are a combined one and thirty. And so on paper, it doesn't look like we're going to get pushed a whole lot, but there's always things to work on. And whether you're in practice or a game, there's always going to be two or three things that you can work on to get better. And so we've, we kind of talked about that already after the Houston game. Um, what, what are we going to try and get out of the, the, you know, Schaefer Academy and, and La Pacelli games are both on the road. They're both long road trips. There's a lot of, you know, opportunities for us to come out slow and flat and, and we don't want that. And we certainly want to continue building off of kind of what we've, what we've uh, established so far this season. So, and then we'll be um, only one game the following week, and that'll be a huge one. That'll be home against Spring Grove, who we played earlier in the year. And we lost the first set 26-24 in Spring Grove, and then we won the next three in succession, 25-11, 25-12, 25-13, and just played really, really just tremendous volleyball. But Spring Grove is good enough to beat us. We know that. Our kids know that. I mean, our coaching staff knows that. So that'll be fun, but it's just crazy how fast the fall goes. Uh, yeah, they don't wait much, waste much time in the fall season. It seems like uh, you got a couple of matches every week. You get your three weekend tournaments in. Next thing you know, it's October, and bang, it's you're thinking about playoff volleyball. And uh, yep. coach, like you mentioned already, the, the small things. What are some of those small things you want to work on here as you go toward the end of the season and, and get prepped up for the playoffs? Well, I mean, volleyball. You can really break it down into. If you win, you probably served and serve received better than your opponent. And if you lose, you probably served worse and serve received worse than your opponent. And so our stress in practice every single day is serving and serve receive. And our kids work on that so much in practice. It's incredible. And, and we try and keep things fresh and new and, and kind of come up with, with different drills and stuff so they don't get bored. But we certainly up until, you know, the last practice of the season, whenever that will be, we'll be just hammering serve and serve receive at our kids in practice. And then certainly our floor defense is going to have to get better because the deeper into the playoffs you get, you're going to play complete teams. You know, right now, a lot of our teams that we play in our conference have one or two good attackers. But, you know, the good thing about our weekend tournaments that we go to, we, we do play complete teams. They have good setting, good passing, and then they have three or four really, really quality attackers. And so we have to continue getting better at floor defense and then, and then our offense, you know, we don't really want to be predictable on offense. We, we want to move our kids around and, and we have to, uh, you know, continue working with our timing as far as, you know, our hitters and then, and then our setters, Sahara Morkin. And um, so, yeah, there's going to be always things to work on it. And the one good thing about our kids is they're, they, they don't really get complacent. They love coming to practice every single day. They love competing. And um, when there's days we, we cut practice short, they're, they're not real uh, happy. They want to stay a little bit longer and you almost have to kick them out of the gym, but <laughs> they have to understand that sometimes, you know, rest and, and not going for two hours is, is just as important as, as practicing for two full hours at this point in the season, especially. So, um, yeah, it's been a good fall so far, Luke, you know, I know our homecoming is this week and our football team plays Saturday now today at one o'clock and we're honoring our longtime coach, Carl Urbanic before the game. And our football team has just gotten off to a great start. So they're three and one and our volleyball team is 25 and two. So it's been a great fall for Mabel Canton and it's just neat being around the town and the school and kids and everybody. And there's just a little bit of a buzz when your football and volleyball teams have a successful start to the season. And so certainly wish to, you know, give, you know, our football team best of luck wishes and, you know, their first year coach, Paul Tullishrude was a longtime assistant and he's a Mabel Canton grad. So mm-hmm. I'm just super, super happy for the success that he has. And, and um, he works hard and, great role model and, and somebody that just uh, it's big shoes to fill for somebody who's filling in after coach Urbanic, but Paul is doing a great job. So 
Absolutely. Again, Lonnie Morgan with us, the head coach of the Mabel Canton Cougars volleyball team off to that 25-2 and two start. And like you mentioned, uh, Schaefer Academy and Lyle Pacelli on the docket uh, this next coming week. Uh, coach, anything else you want to add in here before we wrap things up? Nope, not at all. I mean, I just want to say uh, thank you to my assistant coaches, Karanda Vickerman and Bethany Moen. They do a great job. Karanda is our JV and freshman coach, and then Bethany is our junior high coach. And, you know, a lot of our success at the varsity level is based on what, what they've done to prepare these kids, you know, when they work with them in the fall. And so, um, you know, it takes good coaching, good parents, good players. It's 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 not one or, you know, a, a, you know, a small, small uh reason that that a team is good it's it's a lot of hands that have have done stuff before they've gotten to the varsity so certainly thank you to the assistant coaches and they do a fantastic job i'm very lucky to have them so coach we appreciate the time thank you so much and uh, good luck this coming week hopefully we can chat with you next saturday you bet sounds good luke thank you we got more coaches corner on the way next this morning right here on 103.1 kfil